Welcome to the Making Marketing Simple podcast, the no BS, straight talking business podcast for rockstar female business owners in the wedding industry. I'm your host, Rach McQuaid, marketing mentor and coach. Inside these episodes, I'll be sharing fundamental tools, tips, and marketing techniques in my trademark no BS way, so you can get straight to the juicy action taken that is going to attract and sign your dreamy premium clients with ease and support you in having a whale of a time along the way. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Making Marketing Simple. I'm so glad to have you here and I'm so grateful to you for choosing this podcast, my podcast, as the one that you listen to while you are walking the dog, doing the dishes, taking the kids to school, in the gym, whatever it is you're doing. Thank you so much for choosing this podcast as the one that you listen to. And I, on that note, wanted to just start off by saying a huge thank you to everyone who has sent me a message or a DM after last week's episode and my pregnancy announcement slash first into second trimester story and it was so reassuring to hear that that episode resonated with you guys because honestly recording it was a bit like a therapy session for me and once I'd finished recording that I gave the biggest sigh of relief because I just felt so much lighter having shared it and Being able to actually talk through that process, even though it was just me in a room with a microphone. But yeah, I'm so glad that some of the things that I shared in that episode really resonated with you guys because that was the whole reason behind me doing it. That's the whole reason behind this podcast. So thank you so much for all of your kind words, all of your congratulations, all of your feedback and for just tuning in and listening to this podcast. Honestly, it means the world and I just love doing it. So on with this week's episode, I want to start with a confession of a wedding supplier. So this confession was sent in to me on Instagram by a, I'm going to say, yeah, she's going to stay anonymous. <laughs> she didn't mind me sharing, but I am going to keep her anonymous. So she is a wedding celebrant. And um, she basically shared this story that I would love to share with you guys. So she said, hi, Rach. I just wanted to share with you and all your podcast listeners that I recently had a real struggle with a really tough client who kept changing her mind. I didn't know what to do and I was getting really, really frustrated. So instead, I decided to take a step back as you always recommend and I led with kindness. I spoke it through with her to work out where the indecisiveness was coming from and I then managed to get everything nailed down with her. It was so good to have this communication with my clients because this is exactly why I love the job that I do. So thank you so much for all of your advice. I love your podcast and I can't wait to hear all the future episodes. Guys this almost made me cry but first of all like how impactful is that story thank you so much for sharing that and allowing me to share it because often these confessions can be like funny stories or you know like stories where you think oh my god what a nightmare client and this could have had the potential to be that but actually you know taking that step back and being able to say this client might actually have something going on you know as a wedding supplier, you're dealing with women who are going through highly pressurized situations. And although, yes, you know, you as the supplier, you have your boundaries, you have things that you should definitely stick to in terms of like not being messed around by your clients. But also it can be really, really helpful to you and to your clients to just take a step back and see it from a human point of view and think like, 
is there a reason why she's being indecisive? Is there a reason why she keeps changing her mind? Is there a reason why she's not quite sure on things? And, you know, how can we work together on this? And this is something that I've had with my own clients as well. So I completely resonate with this. Um, But thank you so, so much for sharing this. Honestly, I'm sure so many people can resonate with this. Now, you'll have seen from the title of this podcast that we're going to be talking all about preferred supplier lists. And the reason that I wanted to create this episode is because this is something I hear a lot with my clients. It's a conversation that comes up quite a lot. And I know it is a big struggle and a big challenge within the industry to get on these glorious, glorious lists. So I wanted to just talk around this subject in a little bit more detail, give my insight into it and to tell you some of the things that I've gone through with some of my clients, um, especially suppliers like florists, venue dressers, photographers, you know, it can be really, really helpful um, to get onto these lists, but it's really difficult. So I'm going to talk through some of the pros, some of the cons and some of the ways that I think you can get onto those lists, but also how you can, you know, how this shouldn't be your end goal. This shouldn't be the only thing that you rely on when it comes to your visibility. So as I said, I am all for preferred supplier lists. I think it's a great way to get your name out there. It's a great way for potential couples to find you and to know that you're trusted, right? Because they're going to this venue because they love the venue. And so if the venue is recommending you, it's like an extra pat on the back. And it's it's a huge bulk of work that you then don't need to do by kind of not proving, I hate that word, but you know, like showing that you are trustworthy and showing that you know what you can do. Plus also, if you're on the preferred supplier list, usually it's because you've worked at that venue before. So you know the space, particularly for people like photographers and florists, like I said, to to know the space and to know how to work that space really well is always going to be advantageous, especially for couples who have got so many options and so many things to choose from. But and there is a huge, huge but here in capital letters, in bold, underlined. I do not believe that this should be your sole strategy for increasing your visibility. I don't believe that this should be the only thing that you're focusing on and kind of the gold standard that I feel it has become in a lot of ways in this industry of being on preferred supplier list is like, okay, done. I'm there. I'm on the list. I can step back. You know, it's done. Yes, it is a great element of your strategy to get in front of those couples, but there's so many reasons why this should not be your end goal. So first of all, so much of it is out of your hands, okay? These venues, especially for these premium brides, premium weddings, um, the high-end luxury venues, they have got so many people knocking on their door wanting to be on their preferred supplier list, okay? And whether you've worked there or not, they don't have to choose you, as you probably know. You know, it's it's so much of it is out of your hands. You've got to, first of all, get a booking at that venue nine times out of 10 because they're not going to recommend you unless you've actually worked there or unless you've got a huge portfolio of work that they can look at and, and kind of take a, a judgment call on that. So that's the first step. Then once you've actually worked at that venue, you've then got to be able to speak to the right person to be able to get on that list and hope that they don't already have someone that's on the list. If they do, you've then got to wait and in the nicest possible way, hope that they bump them off the list. So there's then room for you. There's just so many elements to it that is out of your hands. And I just think 
in my opinion and in my experience with working with wedding suppliers who have been through this rigorous process of trying to get onto a supplier list, it doesn't even give you the results. You know, it doesn't even guarantee you a booking. Most venues don't like to give exclusivity anymore either because couples want choice, okay? Couples want choice. They want options when it comes to their supplier, who they're working with. Even for the larger, more exclusive venues here in the UK, a lot of the bigger venues are actually getting rid of their preferred supplier lists because couples don't really use them anymore. Of course, if the couple comes to them and say, do you have a recommendation for a photographer? Do you have a recommendation for a venue dresser? Of course, they will have kind of their little black book of people. But I'm finding that a lot of the higher end venues and more exclusive venues here in the UK are actually starting to scrap their preferred supplier list, which I think is really interesting. And as I said, even if you're on that list, it doesn't guarantee you a booking. Yes, it puts you in front of them potentially, but... I mean, when we booked our wedding venue, we had to ask to see their preferred supplier list. They didn't offer it up to us. And even when they did, there was like two options for each um, element, like each supplier on that list. And some of them, the links had expired. Like you could just tell. And our venue, obviously we're not getting married there now, but our venue is one of the biggest in this area. It's one of the biggest in the Peak District. It was a rather high spend venue shall we say and they were not bothered by their preferred supplier list like at all so I just wanted to kind of add that as like a caveat of yes they're great but there are so many other ways that you can take control of your own visibility so my recommendations when it comes to what you can focus on instead of getting onto a preferred supplier list. First of all, ask yourself, what can you control? What can you control? What form of marketing, what form of visibility, what form of awareness and brand building can you do that you have full control over? Now, this doesn't just mean social media or a website. How can you meet your clients where they're at, both online and offline and or offline? whether that's website searches, whether that's wedding fairs, whether that is, as I said, social media, both organic and advertising. We actually found our wedding photographer through a Facebook ad. And I'm so glad that I clicked on that ad, you know. So how can you think outside the box and things that you have more control over? You're not putting your sole control and your sole visibility in the hands of a venue. Another thing that really could help is a free guide or a helpful document that could help bolster your expertise in the same way that a venue recommendation would. You know, how can you create something from a content perspective that can really allow you to bolster your expertise and boost yourself as an authority and show people that you are an authority in your space? Now, this podcast episode was by no means designed to bash being on a preferred supplier list or to tell you that you should stop doing it altogether. Absolutely not. But something that I'm seeing as as quite a big trend and quite a big thing that a lot of clients and a lot of women that I'm having conversations with within the industry is that there's so much weight put on being on this preferred suppliers list. And I really just want you to take back control of your marketing. I want you to take back control 
of your visibility, of your brand building, of the awareness of your brand that you have total control over, you know? So that's really what I want you to learn from this episode and to take from this episode is how can I actually take more control of my visibility? How can I take more control of how my clients find me and how I attract those premium, dreamy, dreamy clients that isn't just being on a list that they may or may not look at, they may or may not pay attention to. It's really time to take back control of your marketing and to lead with intentionality. And, you know, I've said it before, I'll say it again till I'm blue in the face. We are not here to throw things at the wall and to just see what sticks. We're here to do things with intention. We're here to lead as the powerful CEOs that we are in our businesses. And this is exactly what my new group program, Blueprint, is designed for. This group program came to me in the dark depths of my morning sickness because I was having so many conversations and throughout my career, I've had so many conversations with women who just feel like they have to try all the things, they have to do all the things and almost as a process of elimination. And this group program, Blueprint, is really the answer to that. It's the answer to ending the year with a bang of intentionality. So this program is going to be focused around securing consistent premium bookings for 2024 and tying up the end of this year in a strategic way that makes sense, okay? We're not throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. We're doing things with intention, with purpose that make sense. We're going to be creating a bulletproof growth plan for 2024 setting the wheels in motion to know that you're going to secure the dreamy premium bookings in 2024 and beyond that you know you're ready for. It's going to be a super small, super intimate group. There's only five spots available. So this really allows me to you know, support everyone in that group as much as they can. It's the closest thing you will get to one-to-one. And It really just ensures that you're getting all the support you need to pave the way for a successful and exciting year of weddings in 2024 and beyond. How incredible would it be to end this year knowing that you're going to work on some of the dreamiest weddings you've ever worked on next year and beyond? That is exactly what this program is designed for. So I'll drop the link to the program in the show notes. I'll also drop my Instagram. So if you've got any questions or you want to find out any more about Blueprint or any other ways that we can work together to really boost your visibility, to take back control of your marketing and to end this year with a bang, drop me a message, get in touch. Also, let me know how you found this episode. Make sure you tag me when you are listening at Rach McQuaid on Instagram. And I will see you guys for the next episode.